Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So happy to be here. My friends, my bakers, uh, any candlestick makers. I actually know, I think I know a candlestick maker. I always think of a candle. Here's the thing. Here's, uh, you gotta, we gotta apologize for uh, an assumption. Every time I've sent ca- said, said candlestick maker up until this point, I've always just made the assumption in my mind that I was picturing a candle maker. So to all the candlestick makers out there, holy cow, I'm so sorry. And uh, hopefully I can help you with this sleepless night. Candlestick maker or not, I'm here to help. Uh, and it's time for the podcast patrons. Thank you so much, patrons, for being a supporter of the show, for making it all possible. You make the candles. You make the candlesticks that stir the drink. Uh, you're the candlestick maker that makes the candlestick that stirs the drink. Uh, wait, maybe it is candlestick maker. What do you think, patrons? What do you say we get on with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts on your mind, things you're thinking about. It could be feelings coming up for you about the past, the present, the future, feelings that are just there. It could be physical sensations, changes in time or temperature or routine, travel. You know, did I say that? Like you could have guests, a whole, you could, you could be a guest or you could have guests coming. And it, believe me, for the majority of time when you're a guest, you're not singing or hearing. You're, you're not you're like, I guess you wouldn't be seeing. How come there's not a song being a guest? Uh, it has this right amount of syllables, right? Is there, I mean, I'm sure there's parody musicals of that, but you could say being a guest, put, putting your, putting your stuff to the test. Uh, I guess currently it could be a musical about, uh, how things, uh, the increase, the increase, uh, uh, anyway, you got to change the subject now, whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to keep you company and take your mind off of it so that you could fall asleep or at least feel a little bit less lonely there. And what I'll do, or what I propose to do, is uh, to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Uh, you'll be my guest, uh, and uh, I won't. you won't have to worry about me being your guest, which uh, maybe I can explain or mi- misexplain as I do things. You see, does Scoots ever mansplain on his podcast? You see, no, he mostly desplains stuff. Uh, he takes a reasonable ex- explanation, uh, pours a, like gobs of exposition on there, forgets what he was going to explain, then tries to deconstruct his explanation, and then he t- you, sometimes he takes calls uh, b- b- from imaginary things with inside of his mind, and then he's, he says, wait a second, I got to get back to the introduction of the sleep podcast. So that's a pointless meander. Could be a superfluous tangent, but if you're new or you're a regular listener, 
welcome home. Uh, I'm glad you're here. And uh, I think you should say to yourself, welcome home wherever you are, because I'm not really welcoming you in as so much as a reminder. And uh, the most important reminder, I mean, is that you deserve a good night's sleep. You really do. You deserve a bedtime. You could look forward to a bedtime routine that feels good and a safe place to relax in. And I can try to be a part of that for you. That's really my goal. And that's the most important thing I'm going to tell you because it gives me purpose trying to help with that. Because if you do get that, if you do have a bedtime you feel neutral about at least, that you don't dread like I have so many times in my past, uh, and then you get a routine and you start to get some rest, your life becomes more manageable. It can improve. And that's what life's all about. For me, if I can help with that, like, uh, because the other side of it is I know how it feels. You're important. And I also know how it feels to have that rigmarole at bedtime. So that's why it's important to me. So I hope I can help. Now, there is a caveat there, which is that this podcast just doesn't work for everybody. I'm not everybody's up to, I'm not up to everybody's taste. I'm not everybody's style. And this particular style of show, even though it's built in a very intentional way, it just doesn't work for everybody. Totally understandable, right? But with Sleep With Me, there's actually an additional caveat, a caveat within a caveat. Uh, isn't there something called, like, that sounds like a caveat? Like, not a cape. Uh, isn't there a piece of clothing that sounds a little bit like a caveat? Could I could I put a caveat within a caveat within my uh, my vest, which I'm calling... It's a caveat vest. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I can't put it on until I put it. It's weird. I got to put another vest on first so I can put this on underneath it. And also I have to stand on one foot. Otherwise, the vest, that's the only way I can get it on. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me either. I traded three magic beans for these this caveat vest. Uh, and then someone cackled and rode off into the sunset or the rising moon. Uh, but so the uh, caveat within a caveat for sleep with me is that, uh, it does take a few tries to get used to. This is what uh, tons and tons of listeners said. Yeah. When I first got here, I was skeptical. I was doubtful this podcast would work. I didn't like Scooter's voice. I didn't like his manner. I didn't understand what was going on. Those are understandable feelings to have about this show. Uh, but then after listening two or three times, I realized, oh, Okay, uh, now I don't, now I get that I don't get it. Uh, I get the fact that it's uh, incomprehensible that he, he is the kind of person that would buy, you say, wait a second. I mean, wouldn't you buy that though? You say, wait a second. So this caveat vest, tell me about it again. I put a vest on, then I put the caveat vest on underneath it while I have to stand on one foot. Like, uh, and they say, yeah, it's beyond, it's beyond our, you say, Scoots, you've struggled with these things beyond your understanding, but this you'll go for the, the, the great goddess, the creator. She just is like, what do I got to do here? Come on. So anyway, so, okay. What was it going to do? Oh, so you know, give it a few tries if you can, if you already dislike me in the show, there's also a, a website, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. 
it has plenty of other sleep audio and, and other sleep stuff to check out so that you can find something that does work for you. Because whether or not you loathe me or you like me or you say, well, I will give you a few tries, uh, you still deserve a good night's sleep. So that's that. The other thing that can throw people off a lot is the um, a couple things about the show. One, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen. Uh, you could be like, just like background noise. I mean, I think you could figure that out already. You say, uh-huh, okay. Does he know what you may be looking at someone nearby and you see, I don't think he knows what a caveat even means. Just like Mandy Patinkin once said, and it could be, could be, you could be right. I mean, I'd be willing to give, you know, who I'd give the benefit of the doubt to in, even if it was me and Mandy Patinkin, I'd say for sure, Mandy. Oh, sorry. Mr. Patinkin. Uh, so, uh, okay. So. Oh, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of like kind of like a TV on in the other room, or it, it is like that be your guest thing in the sense that I'm here to talk to you and keep you company while you fall asleep, but you don't have to welcome me or pay attention to me. I'm a guest that comes over that you don't have to clean up after, you don't have to entertain, and you don't even have to pretend you're engaging with me. You just go, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, go ahead and keep talking, Scoots. I'll be lying here, uh, not barely paying attention to you. But the thing is, if you can't sleep for some reason, or you got a type of insomnia where you can't sleep, or you're having a stressful day, I'm here to keep you company, whether you're listening or not. That's kind of one of the things that works about the show. I'm here for you to listen to, so you don't have to listen to me. And that's why that's why I have a caveat vest. What about this for here? Here's the thing. Anybody producing TV shows that have no chance of success, undercover caveat. Uh, you say, I don't even know what that means, but I know I've already canceled it. And I say, you say, I don't know what that means, but I've already not renewed your contract. Undercover caveat. Uh, it's confusing. Even, even to the confused, it's confusing. Yeah. Pre, it was the, that was my, the prequel caveat undercover. Uh, Caveat undercover, the teen years. Uh, that's even caveat undercover. Uh, grammar school edition. <laughs> oh, boy. Sometimes I have to entertain just myself. Uh, that's really it. That's why you can just barely listen to me. The other thing is this podcast really doesn't put you to sleep. It's here to keep you company while you drift off. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay. Your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar bud, your boar bra, your boar burr, your neighbor. I'm here to be your friend in the deep dark night. So to keep you company uh, versus talking you to sleep. You can fall asleep while I talk, but I'm not talking you to sleep. I'm just here to take your mind off of stuff. Other things you need to know, whether you're a new listener or regular listener, is the structure of the show really can... uh, Chuff some people, and understandably, but that's why I explain it every time too. So the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as a reminder to the regular listener and as a welcome to the new listener. So you feel seen, you feel invited in. And sometimes they say something silly because so you say, oh, "Okay, this is a silly thing. I'm getting invited in to check out." Uh, then there's support. There's support for the show. 
their support for the listeners and their support for the communities around the show. Uh, and the support is so that the podcast, the goal, my goal of the podcast is that it comes out twice a week. The episodes are ideally over an hour. We have plenty of episodes in the feed for free so that you can listen to a bunch of episodes if you need to. And that it's available on all platforms. And the sponsors and the patrons enable us to do that. And then there's support for you if you're having a tough time or if you want to be more engaged in your community. Then there's the intro, which is separate from the support. And the intro goes on and on and on for 12 to 20 minutes. It's a show within a show. And it's supposed to kind of ideally introduce the podcast over and over again so that a new person says, oh, I get the idea. This podcast is an incomprehensible morass. Uh, and uh, Scoots gives a new meaning to the word morass. <laughs> And I say, I don't think I can actually give more meaning to it. Uh, I could only be a shining example of more ass. And you say, it's more ass. And I'd say, well, like I said, I'm a shining example of whatever it is. I'm knee deep in it. Uh, I never thought I'd be saying, I never realized really, I'm not kidding. Like, I didn't even set that joke up. It was already in my own more ass when I said, oh, wait a second. Yeah. So. Now I'm caught in this, uh, but so, oh, the intro, oh, so you realize, oh, the, that uh, it goes on and on and on, but the intro also serves another purpose. The reason it's a show within a show is that it's supposed to serve as a transition between not bedtime and sleep time. So as your wind down routine, as some twilight time. Whether you're getting ready for bed, you're doing something relaxing, or you're in bed, is starting to unwind. For most stuff, for most of us, uh, that's an essential part: is having that time to ease you into bed and off to dreamland. So the intro serves that purpose, uh, and you can adjust. There's, uh, there's tons of people that listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. There's two or three percent of people that skip ahead to thirty minutes. But there's also people that listen all night or people that set their sleep timers for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, and all those numbers in between. So at first, you just kind of see how it goes and, and then adjust from there. Uh, then after the intro is more support. Again, so show t- twice a week for free everywhere you want to listen to it. Uh, and then there'll be a story. Tonight will be our holiday edition of Great British Bake Off. So that'll be fun. We'll look at a holiday special from Great British Bake Off. It'll be relaxing, meandering. I'll get mixed up. I'll probably get people mixed up and foods. And then there's some thank yous at the end. So this is structure the show. I make the show so hopefully it can help you or keep you company. You know, so if you can't sleep, I'm here. And if you can, I'm here too. But I'm glad, glad you're here. Uh... Thanks for uh, stepping over my morass, uh, and uh, I feel like I should be doing a dance when I say that, if you know what I mean, like, you know, doing a little shaky, you know, shaking my tail feather, even though I know I realized, uh, I didn't even realize that, but so I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope, I really yearn and I strive that I can help you fall asleep, and here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. Everybody, Scoots here. This might be the first Great British Bake Off episode you're hearing in a while. It's actually 
I've been recording one of the seasons that two people on this show are from. I will try not to do any spoilers, but, but uh, actually the season I'm covering is before the season before the season I already did. So that may be unavoidable, but this is one of the Great British Bake Off, uh, the Great Christmas Baking Show. Um, I don't know what other information I'm watching on Netflix. It's uh, I'll probably have some of the information on there, but it has uh, Terry and Bryony from the season I covered last year. And then Yan and Tom from the season I'll be covering coming up in 2022. But I wanted to do this one, you know, because it's seasonal and it's fun. Uh, and also, I think it's a little bit looser. There's just four bakers. And uh, because it's a holiday special, it did seem a little bit looser and a little bit more fun. And, you know, they got to handpick uh, some, fam, in my opinion, fam favorites. Uh, maybe not the fan favorites because those people might not even been available but some people one one i mean uh, like uh very uh um but yeah some uh people we we cared for greatly and uh, uh so yeah i don't know if i had a point in there but uh uh, so let's see, let's start with my handwriting through BGO through new opine bullseye. So I don't know, BGO. Oh, go through the new opening. Okay. So we'll do that when we roll the tape coats, garland, trees, love, good luck, everyone. Team Xmas. Uh, something special with an S. Say, see, see, something special. Sesame special. Seasonal special, probably, or season special. It was good alliteration. Tom Yan, Terry Briney, hello. Pastry perfect. Briney, they do a Briney recap with tears. Uh, great ham. No, that's not right. Uh, Fellow 2018 Baker, Terry, Patriotic in a Pair, Truce, uh, Eiffel Tower, Down, Tom, Architect from 2017, looks like he just got a sharp little haircut, or maybe they mentioned that. His roses were featured, really, who turned out well, and his nemesis, uh, Carmel. Uh, then we have a final festive baker, another great alliteration. Yan, Yantastic. I don't know if that was said or I just said, oh, yes, it's Dash Scooter. That's how I feel about Yan. She's Yantastic. And fantastic. Welcome back. You need to do 24 cake, cake pops. I said cake pops or cake pops? Uh, how about somebody does some K-pop cake pops? Uh, I'm sure somebody has, uh, because I mean, that would give you a lot of options, uh, you know, d- just, uh, you and I, and, uh, is that the one that, yeah, I think that's the one. And of course you're going to use butter in, in them. So, uh, those are just songs that are popular when I'm recording this. Uh, I think butter's a few months old, but, uh, cakey pops is what Noel calls them. What are you for? Two and a half hours, Tom, Tun, 
Terry's uh, oven on. Good fun, Prue says. Looks cool, cozy, classy. Oh, Prue looks cool, cozy, and classy. I guess that's my own alliteration. Trouble with timing. Outside lights. Briny did lots of practicing. Cakes on sticks, basically. Cake cooling and cooling. Cooking and cooling. Terry all in one sponge. Terry's using an all in one sponge. Briny is too. She's using a Victorian Victoria sponge. Uh, gracious like pops. Uh, gra- Christmas like pops. Christmas cake pops. Uh, some sponge or uh, some sponge. Prue looks. Uh, festive frolic. How will you go, squirrel? Putting up flavor. Uh, pushing up flavor, eggnog, custard on a lolly. That does sound good to me, too. I don't know how he pulled it off, though. Also, I never knew how cake pops were made. Because they said, well, how the heck do they get the cake on the stick? But it ends up, it's not just cake pop. It's a cake and frosting pop uh, dipped in something. Uh, Tom... Four times baking. He's making four different sponges, so he has to bake all four. Santa and company. Paul says humbug. Muffin tins, uh, Sandy and Yan. She's so proud of her. She says, geez, how many papers have you published? Uh, Everything starts going in the oven. Tom, second batch of sponges. One sponge bakes. Yan, orange flavors. Orange gloves uh, she's wearing. Uh, Yand Fond Christian Memory. Is that right? Fond Christian Memory. Ten, oh, Christmas Memory. She had accidentally, somebody gave her ten liquor chocolates when she was a little kid, or when she was ten, she got liquor chocolates, and nobody realized it. Festive Flavor, Little Gingerbread, Briny Playing Well, Fire, Fire Chili. Terry, Christmas carousel, carousel of cake pops. Will Terry be on time? To hold shapes cool, sponges, yan, trays in the freezer already cooling. That's the least of that, but for Tom, that's the least of his problems. He's still got to make more cake as fast as he can. Noel is not, Sandy says, dude, what are you wearing? Uh, which we'll describe because you're not Christmassy enough. Uh, Terry, tiny stuff, not knowing the time. Oh, he, him and there's some good dialogue there. We'll cover body clock, Noel, crocking, cracking up. Oh, he cracks Noel up when they talk about time and the meaning of time. I really wish I could channel Noel's ability to be, I mean, I don't know how much of his performance or what, like, it's like, why can't I be at that kind of free ease? Like, I kind of have that freeze on the podcast, but interpersonally, I do not. Where I just walk up and say, wow, it looks like you're working on this. Makes me think of this. Uh, Like, uh, I don't know. How do you feel? I guess, though, it is more performative because you're not really, I don't know. I'll have to watch more episodes. Stress catch-up. Tom, stress catch-up. Paul watching Terry. Buttercream binds like Play-Doh. That's what I learned. Oh, the buttercream is what binds the cake pops together. Uh, Elfin safety. 
mold, painstaking, rolling balls, uh, reindeer, pigs, penguins, dipped in chocolate, Noel cracking up, Ian, or Tom, Tom, that's a T. It, with my handwriting, Y-A-N and T-O-M look kind of similar. Things falling apart. Ten minutes, plates are hard. Plates on hand, looking good. Snow globes, seven years art school for this. Uh, Rudolph, penguins, one minute left. Uh, final stitch stages. Terry only has 22. Tom, only 10. Cake pops, complete riot, horrified. Then we have the judging. Tom, penguins were nice, lovely flavor. Peanut butter, good. Well baked, uh, executed poorly, or not at all. Yan, quick, quite cute, uh, not neatest. Uh, getting the coffee, the ginger, lovely. I like that. Tastes good. Glitter on your lips, uh, Paul. Looks good. Uh, that's like, that must, I'm surprised that's not a pop song, glitter on your lips. And then you say, okay, let's just, yeah, like glitter from eating a cake pop. Uh, Terry Simpsons. Oh, there's like this. So this was, uh, important to me to point out. I, I figured I would forget it even when I wrote it down. And this is a stretch. This is a, a, a deep cut, as they say. So when Terry, at this point in the episode, when they're judging Terry's cake pops, the music that is playing is the same music that plays in the queue for the Simpsons ride in Universal Studios. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it plays it, either in between when you're in, in the indoor queue while you're waiting to go into your room or like, um, like in between when the characters are talking or when you're either in your room or you're in your car and there's downtime, there's a loop, like an extra loop, music loop that plays, you know, just so there's some music playing in between the things. Like if they say, oh, it's running a little slower, this music loop will just keep playing. And it's that same music. Uh, and I can hear it in my head right now. I can't make it. I can't translate it. 22, couple short. Talks unravel and work. That's unra- unusual. Oh, that you came up short. Uh, have a dog. Baked custard. Nice crack, but a bit rough and ready. Have a dog. That's unusual in word. Uh, briny. Cracks. More ghee. Pleasant. Very good. Well, don't worry. We'll roll the table. We'll get more clear stuff here. Talking heads and jokes, technical, uh, chalking by Paul, watch turning, watch your timing, Merry Christmas, like Scrooge is in the room, a festive sausage wreath, uh, meat, neat and even and flaky, cranberry served in the middle, cranberry sauce in the middle, two hours, Paul and Peru, they're in this nice holiday room. Uh, it's, they're making a cheap puff pastry, uh, D Howers, Terry quite like pastries, uh, chef, uh, chef talk pastry week, uh, 
buttery flaky oh they all talk about pastry we keep butter cold is a key all the all important lamination i would have no idea what lamination was except for watching great british bake-off especially uh yan and tom season there's a lot of lamination a whole lot of lamination going on as uh like Elvis did not sing. Elvis would have sang that if, if Elvis was familiar with lamination. I can guarantee you, uh, especially later Elvis, he'd say there's a whole lot of lamination, you know, going on. If if or there, if there isn't, then you're not. You're probably going to be not in good shape. Layers getting folded in the fridge. Chief cheats puff pastry. Briny cuts up onions. Talks about having a good cry. Under something, uh, under, under, won't cry. Garlic. <laughs> Noel talks about it. Just don't make, get any garlic out uh, because, you know, me, I'm a goth. Uh, black pudding, twice is, twice is mince. Uh, Tom, only once. Oh, twice through the mincer or the grinder. Sage and mace. I worked with a couple people, like, it was the name of mace, uh, Great, 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 uh, time to chestnut wrap, a time to construct a reef, uh, roll out, put some Dijon on there. Sandy has a fake bird on her shoulder, egg wash, lots of malts, lots of maths, uh, maths, uh, to figure out where to cut the like reef so it can go in a circle. Terry has a nice sequence here where he's very Terry. He forgets uh, to twist the wreath, then he takes it, then he forgets something else. Will it control in Terry? He also forgot the sesame seeds. Uh, Noel, little sleeping bag uh, that he made for Sandy, which is just a thing for, uh, what's that stuff called? Uh, cutlery, like a napkin holder. Cranberry sauce, uh, part European drinks, uh, port, oh, port, everyone drinks port. Uh, so like I said, it's a bit looser. 10 meters, yen, you can do this. Will, uh, to, when to take it out, uh, come on. Brineys is out, yen, no soggy bottom. One minute left, uh, Robicon it in. Terry a mess. What does that say? R-E-A-B-E-I-N. Rayabien. Rayabien it in. That's interesting. Reclaim it? Recake it in? You can't take any character. Or, or, so there's not Tom, Terry, Brian. That's not Briny. Uh, let's see. So then they do the judging. Tom, nice pallor. Sherry, glucose, uh, lovely, none of this is right. Uh, it's funny though, nice pallor, sherry, glucose, lovely color, balance good, nice flavor. Yan, nice color, very flaky, bit dry, barbecue is good. Okay, I don't know what that like, Faber, Barber. Uh, briny, underbaked, not cooked, uh, Strange or something, something else. Terry, last possible level. More short crust, uh, delicious, uh, but it's not, it's not a puff pastry. Lord, it looks like it's Lord the Singer with an E at the end. 
So fourth place, Briny, third place, Terry, but only because it tasted good, even though it was a wrong thing. Second place, Ian, first place, Tom. Talking heads, uh, finally, Tom says, happy, Tom. Briny cracks up. Go to, uh, she's going to go double, H-E double hockey sticks for leather. So that's the first uh, half of the episode. Let's run it on the tape here. And I should say that, you know, there's a lot of nice music in the background, holiday music, and uh, uh, great set dressing. So, yeah, so it starts off with cakes getting decorated, some stars, some gingerbread people are getting baked. Uh, there's some recipes, just kid eating. There's snow going on, these star puffs, uh, then a cake, and then people walking into the tent. Looks like only three people, though. Now there's four. Everybody's dressed somewhat festively. Yan has what could it could be a t-shirt that could either be considered Kermit the Frog or an elf. Uh, and we run through the uh, teaser, you know, where everybody's uh, working. Uh, we see, oh no, this is Briny's history. So they run through Briny's whole history on the show. Hugs, uh, I'd like to win to be nice. At this, I just want to have a good time. Then we see Terry with Marie Antoinette. Terry's excited to be back. Uh, he impressed the judges with a selfie biscuit. Uh, and they say, Terry's like, oh boy, got some demons to get out of the system. Also is uh, architect Tom. He loves Christmas. Can't wait to start. Uh, He's very animated. We see his roses that were exquisite. Uh, they talk caramel and Prue. Uh, and Tom's always smiling, though. He just says, okay, this is going to be good. Uh, then we have Yan, 2017, research scientist. Uh, she's like, it's weird being back in the tent, a bit nervous. We see some of her highlights and some things that... Uh, they weren't so happy about some really cool stuff. Which returning baker will get their Christmas meal? You be the Yuletide winner. And Sandy welcomes everybody back. She's wearing an orange star shirt. And then uh, Noel has a uh, sweater that's like three. La- Everybody's dressed. Everybody has a sweater, I guess. Let's see. Let me get a whole staff shot here. Yeah, all of the judges in the, the talent have. Uh, oh, here. Oh. I missed that one. And oh, there we go. Okay. So Paul's furthest on the left. He has his hands in his pockets and uh, he's got jeans on. He has a sweater with a wolfy poo on there. But it's also striped. So it has gray, uh, white stripe, uh, sky blue stripe, uh, dark gray stripe, and then another gray. Then. Now, I, don't, I think that's all he has on. It's just a sweater. I never have been able to do... No, I guess I do see an undershirt. I don't know. I'm not a big... I don't like sweater, the feeling of sweaters against my body for some reason. So, I mean, I like to have a little bit of a layer. Plus, I like... You know, I'm a, I'm a person that perspires. <laughs> so then, Prue has on... So first, I would say Tom's not a holiday sweater, maybe winter-themed. Then Prue... Definitely not, but it's a cute sweater. She Hers is blue. It has flowers, stars, and a heart on it. And then she's got a, you know, her ne- a neck necklace that's got a 
stars, blue, yellow, and red. And I would imagine this is just projection, but I say maybe Prue like raises my, I don't know, like her sweater almost says like some, some making some kind of subtle statement, like is this funding a nonprofit? Now, Noel has on a three, like a sweater. It's very long, goes below his uh, waist, uh, which is his kind of style, oversized sweater, I guess. It's got three le- levels to it. The top one, which is like a fuchsia. This is the first time I think I've ever used fuchsia correctly. It may have a neck that's black. Then it has a yellow leopard print, uh, yellow and black leopard. Then it has a black stripe. Uh, Sandy has on an orange sweater with a shooting star on it. She has black pants and then a black collared shirt underneath her sweater. Hers is more of a sweatshirt, which I'd be more, me, I'm like Sandy, I'd be more comfortable wearing that. It says something on it. Maybe. I can't quite make it out. Uh, and they're cracking jokes. Cake pops, four different designs, different colors, two and a, two and a half hours. On your market set, bake. Everybody goes to action. Oh, Terry can't get his oven on, so Tom helps him. Merry Christmas signature. Make some cake pops. Now Prue's in a jacket and a um, beautiful pink coat, and not a jacket, uh, with a... Uh, a neck wrap, uh, I guess a scarf. I wouldn't say a scarf, though. I'd say something else. Two and a half hours. Be amazing if the baker's finish. Bryony kind of has practiced so much that she's gotten cake pops down now. Uh, but what takes the most time? Cake cooling and uh, stuff, cooling and cooking. Cooking, then cooling. Most people are doing an all-in-one sponge and then flavoring it or flavoring frostings, expediency. So they go to Bryony first. She has on a Santa shirt or Santa dress, uh, Santa gloss, uh, a black, and then a nice, like, vel- velour or velvet uh, jacket sweatshirt. Oh, actually, you could use that to uh, figure festive frolic pops or her pops. Uh, if you wanted to check the edits continuity, you could see when Briny has a sweatshirt on and when she doesn't. Uh, they talk about wild squirrels. Uh, then we go to Yan. And Terry is doing some sort of eggnog, pre-made eggnog liquor, custard on a lolly. Tom, they go to Tom. He has a jean shirt on or denim shirt, collarless uh but he has red pants on, or, or maroon pants, so that's festive. Uh, Santa and company watch the Queen's speeches. His uh, be different characters: uh, elves, reindeer, penguins, snow people watching the Queen's speech. It's Christmas, exactly. Humbug, humbug. Tom says, or uh, Paul says. Sandy rolls up on the end. She's happy. Oh, so Yan's baking her cakes in cupcake tins, I think. Uh, and uh, oh, J-U-B is what is what uh, it says on, maybe or Joy, I guess that's right what it says, Joy. Okay, so everybody's making their buttercream icing, gingerbread syrup, uh, buttercream, Christmas pudding liqueur. Uh, cake pops, uh, oh yeah, Yan talks about Christmas liqueur when she was only 10. 
a very Christmas Christmas pops, ginger chocolate latte, chocolate orange, a couple other ones, uh, chocolate mint, a chocolate hazelnut. Uh, as a kid, I didn't like coffee, but you know, latte gingerbread sounds better. So they say great chili chocolate, briny. Uh, she's making a little bit of a kick. Uh, Terry's playing devil's advocate. Uh, it looks like it said advocate on his bottle. Maybe that's the kind of eggnog. I have no idea. Spiced eggnog, liquored eggnog. And a joke with Terry about his timing. Baker's cake pops. Can they hold their shape? Mix it in with buttercream. Cool the sponges. Quicker the sponges get cooled, the more time you have for decorating. Spread it out. Uh, put it in the oven. Cool. Tom's still got way more. He's behind schedule. Uh, Noel goes to try to change it to be more Christmas. He puts on an elf hat. You can't, she goes, I don't see anything. Okay. Then everybody's trying to make their decorations. Really a lot of detail work here. That's impressive. I mean, Terry's getting deep in the details and they're talking about, you know, time and, you know, guessing time, body clock, being cave people, cracking all up, uh, Tom's sponges are all out of the oven. Get it on schedule. Race against time to catch up. Uh, where's everybody else? He, but Paul's like, you know, say, Terry, are you going to be on time? Holy cow, I'm impressed. Uh, buttercream binds. That's one of my favorite pieces of alliteration, I think. Can't mix it too soon because the butter would melt uh, and then it won't stay together. But that's where Terry says it's like Play-Doh. One hour, now Noel's fully dressed like an elf, elf in safety. Yule, oh, that's what Sandy's shirt says, Yule. Because uh, I, I can't believe I missed that. Uh, okay, so then people are starting to make their decorations, uh, shape the cake pops. So they're not just simply uh, round cake pops, trees, gingerbread people, and so much more. And make their coatings, uh, don't let them fall off the stick. Speedy process, uh, you know, you got to have the technique, uh, got to have the talent. Uh, I'm here for fun, silently patting your thumb. And oh, Terry, one of Terry's fell apart, uh, reindeer down, 10 minutes, Nolan Sandy has stuff on their heads. Everybody's adding texture, painting, details. Tom's penguin looks good. Briny's gingerbread people look good. Snow globes look good. Penguins look great watching the TV. Tom's, or, uh, Terry's snow people look good. Snowman having a sod on, he says, uh, sticks. Oh, Briny was using, uh, hollow straws. So hers are having trouble supporting the weights. And uh, this is going to look like a panda, glitter, Alice Cooper, a lot of spraying. I don't know if the sprays if they have a cooling spray too, or if that's some sort of uh, Christmas cracker from Briny Baker. Your time's up. Tom's only got ten done. Uh, at the end of your workstation, Briny takes a hit of Christmas liquor. Complete riot. Tom says. Judges will be horrified.
We see outside decoration shot, inside decoration shot. And then we go to the Cake Pops, uh, San and Company, watch the Queen's special. And uh, why did I run out of time? I always do. Why didn't you rein it in, Tom? Set my sights high. Going to bite the penguin. These look, do look good. Very nice. Uh, lovely chocolate and orange, chocolate and peanut butter, crystallized ginger. It's balanced. The design's good. Just execution. Uh, yeah, and they go to, she's got some, uh, they're cute, uh, snow globe. That's a gingerbread latte. You do get the coffee and the ginger. Then they take one of the trees. Lovely. Tastes good. Icing's just sweet. Cake is not sweet. Uh, I like that. Uh, and then she says, you got uh, glitter on your chin, uh, Paul. It cracks everybody up. And then there he goes. His Christmas carousel overall design is impressive. It looks festive. 22, you're a couple cake pops short of a cake festival, Terry. Poor old Rudolph looks like a dog. Uh, eggnog comes through like a baked custard, which uh, Paul loves. Uh, crack on the outside, but a bit rough and ready. Festive Frolic Pops from Briny. Celebration. You have Paul Knoll, Sandy. Sandy's a little bit smaller, which everybody gets a kick out of. Small enough. Then she doesn't even eat her, so she puts it down. And, I mean, I guess because the judge is supposed to eat it. uh, I'm going to try to use paper straws. They do the Christmas Cracker. Brew wins. Try it myself. Hint to chili. Get the ginger. Could have done with more. Very pleasant, though. Fun. It's a pleasure. And uh, yeah, Brian says, geez, it wasn't as finished as I want to be. Tom's like, it's already the semifinal. So technical up next. She ends ready for everything, anything. We get another Christmas tree shot. Then everybody goes in for the technical. No chance to prepare for this one. Time for the technical words of advice, Paul. Pay attention to your time, Rudolf. It's quite tricky. Watch your timing. Everybody laughs. Uh, run, run off. Uh, where are they off to? Just stepping outside the tent. Uh, technical challenge today. Festive sausage roll. How festive? Oh, it's a wreath. Uh, be neat and even in appearance, flaky, golden brown, well-balanced flavor filling with cranberry sauce. Uh, get two hours. On your marks, get set, bake. So they get to work. Uh, Terry's like, yeah, this is festive. Tom's like, yeah, I haven't made this a ton of time. So uh, what could go wrong? And then, uh, I don't know, Paul and Peru are on a set or something. It looks very holiday uh, sausage, meat, uh, pudding. Uh, key thing about this challenge is a cheats puff pastry. Uh, you can still get that flakiness. Uh, got a freezer, chill the butter down, grate it, fold it a couple times because then the butter softens, it comes out, makes a flaky pastry. You know, something that's dry and crisp. Uh, no easy way of doing it. That is delicious, though. If you can do that, it uh, will be success. Uh, we even have some light effects. Uh, Terry's cutting his butter, cubing his butter. 
they talk about weeks that went well, pastry weeks, uh, two hours on the clock, two hours, are you joking? So everybody's measuring and pulsing and uh, making their dough. Got to keep the butter as cold as possible. Ryanie's doing it by hand. Terry's grating his with a grater. Don't you got to get that lamination tricky if the butter melts? It creates a nice aerated layer. Repeat the process with frozen butter. Divide your pastry. Fill one area. Fold and turn. And Yan gets a little mixed up because uh, I mean they're like, yeah, the instructions aren't super clear. But if you don't do it right, you'll end up with a greasy pan. And here we go. Terry puts his in the freezer, Ryan in the fridge. Now they're doing the onions. Tom does his in a um, machine. Other people are doing it. Oh, you could, if you, oh, Ryan and Noel talk about, oh, if you cut the onions under water. And he's like, yeah, but if you were underwater, how would you cut onions? And she says, no, 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 never mind. And he laughs. And she says, now I'm going to use garlic. He's like, I got to go. Pork shoulder, black pudding, uh, sausage, goes in the grinder, mincemeat, uh, 75 grams, salt and pepper, breadcrumbs, put it through twice, which Tom realizes, oh, I only minced once. So disaster averted, he does it again, looks better. Terry's seasoning it up, sage and mace uh, to taste. And no one knows how to measure it because uh, I want to be overpowering. Noel's encouraging him, Tom, to be overpowering. Pastry chilled, time to construct it. Oh, crikey. Terry's is too chilled, he says, because uh, he should have put it in the fridge. Then Dijon, then sausage in a cylinder. Yan actually pipes her sausage. Sandy's got the fake bird, and her and Noel joke about that. And uh, they have a lot of jokes about uh, sausage, and it doesn't look appetizing, obviously, when it's uh, uncooked. Then you got to do an egg wash to seal your pastry, then make 12 sections uh, that'll form a wreath. which is like, yeah, you got to do the mask because it's like, is it half, half, and half? Or, but Yan's like, no, four centimeters. So then, oh, crikey, again, talk about awkward. They make it in a circle, then they put more uh, egg wash on. Then Terry's ready to go in the oven. But Brian's actually reading the instructions. He got twisted over. So it looks like a wreath. Uh, Tom says, this tent is my nemesis. Uh, Yan's getting hers going. Looks like a wreath. Uh, let's see if it laminates. Oh, forgot the sesame seeds, Terry. And are we going to have time to bake it? Uh, and how long do we bake it for? It's going to need a long time because it's got, you know, if, uh, the note does a sleeping bag thing with a plaid thing. Half an hour remaining, half an hour. And make a cranberry sauce and pour into the ramekin and serve. Ports. You know it's good, uh, Noel says, when it just says port on the label. Bryony and Tom have a hit of it. Uh, 
And then the brown, we see the rolls are starting to brown, maybe laminating. Terry doesn't think he is, is. Maybe should have read the instructions. Trying to get some more color on it. Uh, maybe five more minutes. Uh, meat's browning. Too much. Ten minutes left. When when to take it out. Uh, maybe dry it out a bit more. Maybe five more minutes, Terry says. Come on. Bryony takes hers out. She put foil on the top of hers. Turn up the oven. Uh, Yen's bottom's cooked. Uh, and announcement from Mr. Fielding. One minute left. Uh, now it's got to come out. Oh, boy. Uh, ramekin. Uh, Bryony's like, I don't think if my ramekin's going to fit in the middle of my wrist. Uh, they say, oh, yummy. Ramekin is in. Sausage roll wreath for your photographs. Uh, so let's see. They go to Tom first as everybody's is laid out. Uh, who's bake is who's very interesting. Okay, so start with Tom's uh, nice pattern. Equal all the way around. And, uh, okay, let's see what it tastes like. Balance is good. There's a flake. Nice color. Number two is Yan. Beautiful. Bit dry. Flavor's good. Number three. Could have used a stronger color, but it's flattened. It's a bit underbaked. Uh, definitely not cooked. Wasn't in there long enough. Stodgy. And last and possibly least uh, issues. More like a short crust, uh, which works, but that wasn't the challenge. It's delicious, though. And now Palm proved aside. Bryony's last. Uh, didn't stay in the oven long enough. Uh, Terry, short crust. Uh, that's the only reason it was good. Tasted good. It's the only reason you're not in last. Uh, and delicious, but there's one better. Tom's. Uh, finally. Uh, you lost a bit of butter, but you managed to flake. The whole thing tasted quite nice. Very good. He's like, I came in first. I feel amazing. I'm happy. Uh, Ryan's like, uh, okay, that didn't go good. Sucky. Go heck for leather tomorrow. Not a lot of time. No see snow. I don't know if it's fake snow outside or real snow. Showstopper challenge. Uh, Palm Pro decide. And everybody goes out. You'll be decided to know it's time for your showstopper. Uh, Sandy lives in a gingerbread house. Uh, if you want to ramp it up, uh, a flat pack house. Uh, we want to see 3D building sets, favorite location for the holidays, and two confectionery skills. You got four hours. And your market set go. So sugar and spice mix. Uh, Everybody's getting it together, trying to get on top of things. Stem ginger, ground ginger, ginger cake, shortbread rice, shortbread's Christmassy. It has to be a big celebration, Prue says. Gingerbread structure. Paul wants a good snap. Uh, don't underbake the biscuits. We want it to take, taste spice of ginger. Uh, and Briny adds a little turmeric. Uh, you got to get your timing right. That's been their downfall in the past uh, four hours. And uh, we want to see gingerbread buildings. 
Welcome to the gun show. Brian, he says that she's mixing hers. Epic gingerbread scenes, uh, two and a half kilos. Yan's making. Bowl the judges over. Embodiment of Christmas, Tom says. The taste. Terry's got very sticky dough. Got to balance the consistency. Uh, Yan is uh, putting a lot of flavor. Coriander, ginger, cinnamon, white, white, gar, white, uh, pepper. And she got 208 things in four hours to get through. Uh, she got a huge list. Uh, she's doing follow the yellow brick roadhouse, Florentine tiles, uh, pina colada, marshmallow, shortbread, rhubarb, ginger grass. And she's like, I'm going for a showstopper four timers. Uh, I got post-it notes, even telling me to talk to the judges. Uh, so time's up, off you go. They say, okay, we get the point. Uh, and everybody's working on their gingerbread, shaping it, uh, using structures to cut them out. Tom's making spares. Uh, Terry made boards uh, to follow. Bryony's got all her things she's supposed to remember. And it's Chrysler Building. Terry's doing. He loves to be in New York at Christmas. It was once a you know world star. It would be three feet, which is pretty impressive. Anyway, ground to- cinder toffee trees, and uh, they, they have a laugh. Uh, fascinating. Good luck, Terry. Terry's doing inventive structural corners. Uh, means of making construction easy. Bryony has, like, a way to make hers look brick-like. Uh, Christmas gingerbread scene. She says, my husband, my daughter, and I, we go to the Peak District and take this train with Santa on it. Uh, adults get sherry, and the kids get a present. Uh, so it'll be fun. Uh, old sweets, vanilla marshmallow. Train's going to have a rope on it. You can pull it on the station. And it'll have various surprises for the judges. Uh, fantastic. Won't let you down. While Briny stays on track, will the train roll out? Multiple puns there. Tom's been derailed by the memories of uh, other things. Uh, so he wants to do a sugar dome. Uh, he's going to do Edinburgh building at Christmas. Gingerbread pudding, hot buttercream details, uh, coconut snow. Edinburgh. Synonymous with Christmas Castle? No, that'd be too tough. This is a bank that's now a bar with a beautiful dome at the center of the space. I'm going to make a giant sugar dome. Good luck. Sounds wonderful. Everybody's trying to figure stuff out, uh, trying to get stuff in the oven. How many pieces to complete your scene? Uh, Working in batches. I wonder who pays for all the, like, if they order the different uh, things they're using or they have to buy them on their own. So then everybody's making their windows with candy, mint rhubarb, custard, yellow brick road with uh, sugar syrup and chili, I think. Uh, Paul and Prue watch. They say, wow, they're really going for it. Yan's really going. This can be extraordinary. Paul says, I hope everybody gets it done. And it's amazing. Crunch time for the first batch of biscuits. Uh, uh, who knows when it's done? Nobody knows. Uh, darker gingerbread's hard to know when it's done. Don't want it to be underbaked because it'll collapse. But overbaked biscuits lose their flavor. So those come out of the oven. Uh, 
really important to trim the stuff as it comes out. Uh, and uh, Tom's starting to make his window, candied window. So is Ian. Another bench in for Terry. So many bits. Uh, so much to do. Uh, stuff's falling off of Yan's thing, but it was just sides. Uh, Tom's poke or uh, Paul's poking Yan's biscuits. Uh, there's other gingerbread buildings in there that uh, Noel and Sandy are joking about. Uh, then everybody bitter mock uh, chocolate truffle. Tom's gonna make uh, marshmallow trees, marzipan roof. Uh, Florentine roof tiles for Yan. And she goes, Yeah, I'd be worried if I didn't have it. Uh, cinder toffee, sugar, go- golden syrup, and bicarbonate of soda. Pour that into molds. Uh, hot fudge with Irish liquor. Uh, Sandy likes the cinder toffee. Oh, you reckon? Packing it in. Marshmallow trees, those look good. Caramel week, something to prove. Uh, chili yellow brick road, that's good. Mint tool, mint. Tom's trying to make some mint trees or something. Sandy's playing drums on uh, Tom's cold water balloons so they can make his chalk or his candy dome. Uh, Ryan's working on her station's roof. Uh, Christmas tree barfy. Uh, that. Uh, Yan's making, Tom's cutting his domes, Terry's checking his structures, stuff's coming out of the oven, everything's out. Uh, Star Rose in the East, one hour left. Uh, Mary or Joseph, you're Mary, uh, Noel. Uh, now the construction begins, which is always stressful. But for Yan, it's, uh, she's still got a mountain of confectionery to climb. Uh, going to need a Christmas miracle. Tom's making columns of buildings with uh, caramel structures. Terry's doing ground floor. Ryan's just putting hers together. Tom's is standing up. Terry's is a rectangle and it's supposed to be a square. Tom drops one of his uh, parts of his building and it broke, but uh, he caramels it together. Uh, Ian's working on. Another part of her building. Too bad I can't make more sweets. Uh, I think, uh, oh, uh, Ryan's one short one piece, so she's having to make one more piece of the train. Terry's building's rising. Tom's is coming together. Uh, chili and lime, Yellow Brick Road, but it's very hard candy. Ryan's glad she had leftover biscuits. And, uh, Terry says, come on, you devil. Uh, when he's trying to put, he's trying to get his, uh, building and it's collapsing as he's making it. Uh, Ian's putting hers together. Bryony's is coming together. Royal icing, best piping skills. Calm head under pressure. Terry's getting, you know, upset. Uh, marzipan roof's coming together. Uh, Terry has to stand on a stool. His is so high. Yen's is falling apart as she's swimming together. She's like, a planning board's going to shut me down. Uh, Tom's is coming together pretty quickly, but the stuff's happening that's annoying him. Such high hopes. Uh, 
there's a shot of Tom through one somebody else's structure. And then she's putting the Florentines right on the roof with chocolate. Terry's trees don't work. Tom's piping. Ryan's putting lights in. Uh, Terry's working on his angels. Tom's working on his roof. Bryony's decorating the train. Ian's kind of trying to get everything going. Uh, decoration. Things, you know, not everything's holding. Tom's dome works. Uh, uh, everything's kind of, you know, people are spraying. Bit of a stir. Train's going in. Sprinkling, your time is up. Uh, place your showstopper at the end of the workstation. We're just leave it. Uh, Tom's still moving. Then they get all give each other a big hug. Never have to bake in the tent again. Shots of the outside with, with snow. And we start with Tom's. He's got lights twinkling. We see a shot of everybody's. They start with the Ann's. Uh, it's my house, uh, but it could have been condemned. They all have a laugh. A bit messy. Defining messy's generous. Uh, so they try the biscuit first. Uh, they bite it. Uh, nice texture, nice flavor, lovely crack, delicious. A shortbread, uh, well-baked. Bruce is, mmm. Uh, the, they say everything's delicious. Don't judge a book by a cover. Each part of this is amazing, but you just did too much. Uh, so sorry, Tom, his building looks good. Quintessential Edinburgh Christmas building and sugar dome. There's a Christmas tree inside. Very neat. Uh, great structure. How's it taste? Delicious, snappy, ginger contents. Perfect. Uh, Truffle, rich, velvety, bit too bitter for a prue, but beautifully made. Big success. Uh, briny. Uh, she's got the Santa train and traditional gingerbread, turmeric to give it a little bit different flavor, marshmallow, Christmas trees, chocolate, marzipan roof. Also, the train has steam and liquor inside, port or something, sherry for the judges and everybody else. Uh, very festive. They break it apart. Bruce says, mmm, gingerbread's delicious. Uh, earthy turmeric. Uh, chocolate marzipan's delicious. Uh, goes right over the almonds, but it comes back. Uh, executed well. Finished on time. Well done, Briny. Terry's uh, looks good, but he has a bunch of surprises, so it's definitely worth watching. I don't want to ruin the surprises, but... Uh, I don't know. They're actually surprised by everything. So it's got this automated stuff. Uh, and Terry's kind of sculpting of faces, which he's really good at. And uh, good gingerbread, cinder toffee. Looked like it was going to be too dark, but it's delicious. Uh, but too soft, but I don't care. Fantastic. Uh, very well done, Terry. Uh, everybody says, well done. Everybody says, that was one of the most memorable showstoppers we ever had. Fabulous way to celebrate. Uh, now we get to decide on Star Baker. There's a party outside. And, like, uh, family, friends, probably some people from other seasons. Uh, Terry puts on a hat. Uh, other people put on horn or, like, uh, elephant ears and stuff like that. They start sharing their construction. 
people are roasting marshmallows, fried chestnuts, uh, and then they go over. Is it gim- gimmick or gingerbread? Gimmick all day long. Yan's uh, was delicious, but she was so ambitious. Uh, we like Brineys, the smoke, uh, fantastic. She was last in technical. Tom, first in technical. His I uh, loved. Uh, very professional. Terry's head flashing like a dancing puppet, though. And then they said, put the Queen's speech on. There's even reindeer and little kids. They cheer for the judges who come out. They have, like, an award. It looks like a plate or something for who wins. They clap. Uh, They're all bundled up. They say Sandy looks like Macaulay Culkin. Proper Christmas, uh, families bang together, and they say we can only have one winner, and the winner is, uh, they're all holding hands, Briny, and she's surprised, I think Tom's probably surprised too, because he was really strong, I guess in two out of three, but he just didn't complete the one, amazing job, designed good, she blew it away. He did amazing, lots of hugs, such a good baker, worthy winner. Would have liked them all to get a prize. Her family's cheering. Best Christmas present in the world for me and my family. So proud. This is epic. Everybody cheers. And the episode ends. Let's run through these notes here. Walk into tent, second day Christmas, showstopper, gingerbread building. Sandy lives in one, they say. 3D building set, two confectionery skills in December. Fanny sugar and spicy. Uh, Tom did it twice, both one and a half hours over, or half hour over. And shortbread, botch, caveat flavor, syrup, uh, don't underbake, briny turmeric, uh, turning, welcome to muscle show, two and a half kilos of yen, bowl over the biscuit, tastes like fl- Christmas, flavor and consistency, yen, lots of flavor, tells us she is a dis, uh, holding 208 ideas list, uh, he hugs her, uh, Oh, she tells Noel he's distracting her. Follow the Yellow Brick Roadhouse, uh, like her house. He cracks up, grand designs. Not Doesn't have a working Christmas sink, but has everything else. Uh, four times post-it note. four timers, post-it notes. Now take off all of you. Uh, something, five paces, Terry. As it is something called idiot boards. Terry's doing the Chrysler building. Uh, uh, be three feet cinder toffee, palm peru. Uh, fascinating initial shortbread corners. Uh, briny old steam train with Santa illuminated station. Train will move and lift off roof. Uh, Sunday's on with on tired. Uh, Tom's been derailed. Uh, big sugar dome. Uh, something to rest. Uh, Everclear Castle. Oh, Edinburgh Castle. 
No, a bank that's now bar. Giant sugar dome. Sheets of shaped garage band wind-up bathers. Boiled sugar sweets. Windows. Yellow brick road. They're going for it. Can Yan pull it off? Paul and Prue talk crunch. Uh, first basket biscuits for Tom. Burnt briny. Train when it crests. Windows. Amber. Batch in oven. Poking my biscuits. Halfway through. Bitter mac chocolate truffle. That's maca. Marshmallow trees. Flounder. Roof tile, eat sweet treats, cinder toffee, turkey, marshmallow treats, live, chat, yellow brick road, lime chili, water balloons, uh, chocolate, uh, paper, science, uh, Xmas tree barfy, out of oven, Sandy and Noel, Mary and Joseph, Assembly talk, you mention of coffee berry, still to clock, uh, caramel columns, Terry's grand floor, white chocolate plates, Terry not a square, Tom drops his roof, uh, Yan still working on sweets, Terry can't get top on. Terry, cheat, go in detail, 15 meters, Terry still can't get it, steady hard, best piping skills, calm hand, 5 meters, no one going well, on mute, uh, crystal together, edit polish, a turd, time is up, uh, Tom again, time. Graphing. Yan. Condemned a bit, bit messy. Biscuit. Nice flavor really cracks. Shortbread. Well baked as well. Pints taste away. Tom. Look amazing. Very neat. Toaster. Delicious. Snappy biscuit. Truffle rich. Velvety. Good job. Big success. Briny, Santa Train, smile, looks neat, very festive, mmm, delicious, delicious, mo flan, well done. Terry, top blows, Peru, Paul, dance, a good going, beard, soft, it is too soft, lovely, fantastic. Well done, Terry gets teary. Sandy and Noel crack up, I mean, separately from that. Uh, ready, party outside. Talking TikTok gimmick versus gingerbread. You tasted the best. Briny, good, and nectar. Tom, first and technical, very professional. Put Queen's speech on. Judges wild out. Uh, call Sandy. Michael Cauldron, only one whinies, Bri- only one winner, Briny. Yan pumped for her, talking heads, uh, such a good baker. She is so ham- happy, epic in family. Good night and good baking this holiday season. Thanks, everybody.